0: Hello, good evening, good good afternoon, good morning wherever you may be and welcome to the MMA show sponsored by Hatton James Legal and srvmedia.co.uk For all your employment law needs please go to hattonjameslegal.com So that's for all your employment law needs hattonjameslegal.com And for all your podcast fix fixes um, go to srbmedia.co.uk that's srbmedia.co.uk king of podcasts and you'll find all types of podcasts there wherever your tastes are from uh, football soccer obviously MMA wrestling um, speedway so pretty much and music as well so uh, Pretty much any type of podcast you're into, you'll probably find it at srbmedia.co.uk. Okay, before we get into the the main uh, body of the podcast, um, just like to go through the uh, the contact details. So, uh, as always, please send your uh, comments and suggestions uh, to email the MMA Show Seven, the MMA Show Seven at gmail.com. Twitter handle Twitter handle is at the MMA Shower The MMA Shower And Facebook page is Let's Talk MMA Let's Talk MMA And uh, you can just do a search And you'll find us on those three Major social media platforms And it's always good to get your Views, comments, suggestions And uh, hopefully if we get time In the, this uh, month's podcast we'll, uh, we'll have a question Or two from a, from a viewer Listener um, Yeah, so in uh, this month's episode, we're going to uh, preview UFC 253, 253, which is Israel Adesanya versus uh, Palo Costa. And uh, that's on September the 27th, so that's in a couple of weeks. This is pre recorded. And uh, it's a pretty uh, pretty hot card, I think. It's got uh, Dominic Reyes and. uh, Jean Blaikovitch, so that's for the uh, now the light heavyweight title, and because uh, obviously John john's has moved up uh, a notch, and uh, yeah, there's a few other good fights on there, so we'll uh, we'll go through uh, two or three of the uh, fights from the main card, so uh, that's going to be interesting and fun, and. Uh, uh, and the uh the to introduce the uh, the guest in this one's podcast it's uh it's a regular guest uh, a friend of the show and uh, and a co-host and it's uh matt penny from purely mma hi matt how's it going yeah good How thank you yeah it's
1: been, uh, been, been a while um i think last time we did a show it was mid proper lockdown oh. now we're sort of semi out of it and life is crawling its way back to some sort of normality. Um, had some great shows dragging me through lockdown uh it would have been nice to have seen all these awesome events like you know miocic cormier and as masvidal it would have been great seeing them with like a, a raucous crowd but you know it's a new world it's been giving us a, a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel for all mma fans to have these you know really stacked cards on the weekends um this one is joining it it's a bit small the card um i only i only see seven fights on it um so i'm not sure if there's going to be one huge main card i don't know but certainly stacked and uh, just another another event in a long line of events good events during this uh, mad year
0: yeah it's um the comment regarding uh, you know the world heavyweight title championship the trilogy was uh, what 3 or 4 weeks ago now yeah. and and the magnitude of that fight you know couldn't be uh, overstated whatever superb words you used, but um, not having the crowd there sort of took something away. But there's no choice, so what can you do? I'd rather watch it and enjoy it than uh, not have anything at all.
1: Absolutely, yeah, totally agree.
0: Yeah. But if you, if you listen to the, the commentators, Joe Rogan and um, the other guys, um, they, they say it, when they're there, I think they're in the actual arena, uh, watching the fight there might be 20 sort of personnel of varying degrees and uh, they say it's so um, strange to uh, to watch a they they obviously been around MMA UFC especially someone like Joe Rogan most of his life so they've seen all the massive events before and then they still you know these are still big events but there's only 20 people and you can hear every punch and coaches comment and the fighters in the cage you can hear them talking so it must be really strange when you're there live
1: yeah I, it, you said the, the main pro and the main con for me there uh, you know I really like hearing the inside the cage I like hearing the, the strikes and the you know this, this talking from the fighters and the struggling that they're going through but I I, I hate hearing the corners instructions Um, I hate the fact sometimes when there's big moments you actually hear the commentators through the TV and then sort of in the arena as well when they're shouting I just think yeah, I I don't like that, because it's given fighters you know, DC said it he's hearing every word and Mm. other fighters have said we're hearing every single word and I think, I forget which one it was it was at the start of lockdown a fighter won a fight from a a call that he heard from DC I, yes. I don't like that at all. I remember um,
0: that. I can't remember which fight, but I remember the comment. Yeah.
1: No, but in the, in the uh, post fight uh, questions, the fighter said, yeah, DC, thanks for that. I heard you say something and mm. I wasn't doing something. I changed my game up and did what you were saying and I won the fight. So I don't like that. I don't like the corners hearing it because like, you you know, your opponent must hear it as well. Yeah. So if you, you know, unless you're giving proper opponent instructions. Yeah, you know, your opponent's going to hear it and be able to adapt as well. But it has given us the viewers, you know, a, a bit of light, a chink of light at the end of each week.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And like you said, during uh, lockdown and um, I suppose limited sports coverage, but a lot of them did come back. Premier League, well, most of the top flight like football in Europe came back. Yeah. Um, then you know, if you're into your American sports, NBA. I believe for most part was there and uh, um, yeah so some of the sports did come back but uh, for us guys MMA was obviously uh, the main one yeah of course Um, okay so yeah we we hopefully have a time for a fan question as well Uh, there's been quite a lot of uh, stuff going on around the MMA UFC world or the universe as people like to call it um Which I think was used in WWE, wasn't it? Universe WWE Universe, yeah. Uh, So a bit of a a rip off there, but um, yeah. So like you said, the card is um, it's sort of um, not as loaded as other cards, but I think there's there's a few good quality fights there. Um, Absolutely, and uh, we could go through all of them, but uh, time is. going to be against us so uh, I'd rather do fewer fights and, and we can talk longer about the fights so um, uh, your suggestion was Diego Sanchez versus Jake Matthews uh, yeah. and Diego Sanchez has been around the clock and uh, been around the block and all that kind of you know, uh, analogies and uh, he's still there his fighting style is, is very direct and uh, he's taken a fair amount of damage in his, in his uh fighting style in his career and he's i think he's a uh, at least one time contender for the lightweight championship when he got beat by bj Penn, bj Penn with a, a head kick which cut his forehead open uh, but yeah he's, he's he's been there and sort of been there or thereabouts and uh you can't help but thinking he's in his twilight of his career and uh You know, I remember him 15, 16 years ago from the first Tough series on Spike TV. And he was the original group, him and uh, Mike Quick and Kenny Florian and, uh, yeah, all of those guys. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and Jake Matthews, Aussie, looks like up and coming. So uh, is this um, his uh, his sort of leap forward into into a bit of maybe the rankings and then... uh, See where he goes from there.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think I think you can call Diego Sanchez a bit of a gatekeeper now, really, to the division. He's just kind of a, a name that everybody will know. And to, to younger guys, it can give their careers a little bit, you know, just another little bit of a leg up. Uh, it, it should be a fairly easy Jake Matthews win, in my opinion. But then you've got the fight, Diego Sanchez against Mickey Gall. Mm. You know, I, I'd have said hands down, Mickey Gall, that he'd walk it. And he didn't. He was too cocky. And you know, Sanchez shown that he has still got something to offer. Yeah. You know, a fighter like that, he's unpredictable. That's what he gives you. So, it, if, if nothing else, it'll give a highly entertaining fight. And uh, Jake Matthews is uh, definitely more up and coming.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you you've said the uh, pretty much what I was thinking was uh, there can't be uh, too many fights left in uh, Diego Sanchez. Um, he's been around. A long time, and uh, you know he's had some pretty, pretty uh, blistering wars in those uh, in those fights. or uh, the um, Gilbert Melendez, uh, especially the last round was a was a crazy punch up, and uh, Clay reader as well. Yeah, 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 and that was another, another one. one. And uh, so, yeah, he, he's uh, you know that's the way he fights, and like you said, because he fights like that, he can surprise you. But even if he does win, then I can't see another title run from him. Um,
1: no, a lot of decisions on his on his record as well. It just just going into the fight are uh, already not really knowing what to expect, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe not go full ham on on him
0: because he is so unpredictable. So there's a lot of decisions there. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I think he must be, I don't know, one of the only active fighter from that regional tough. Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah.
1: yeah, and he's he's the longest reigning mm. on the on the on the roster as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he's got uh, 44 fights on his on his card, 32 wins, 12 losses. I reckon 90-plus percent must be in the UFC of those 44 fights. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. like you say, these are the longest record, and uh, he's the, the last man standing. Just. Yeah. Just about. Just yeah. about standing, most of the time, some of the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, from the original class of 2005, 2004, I think. Yeah. Yeah, five. yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be a you know a good uh, a good test for uh, for Jake Matthews. He seems seems like a fairly all round good fighter. Uh, he's got thirty percent TKO KOs and forty percent submissions, so seventy percent finishes. So that's seven out of ten fights he, he can uh, he's finished people in various forms. Well, in two yeah, forms.
1: He's a good grappler He's yeah. a good grappler For sure But mm-hmm. you know, Diego Sanchez Is a black belt in, in jiu-jitsu So It often doesn't get Raised And uh, you know It's often forgotten But He can handle himself On the on the ground as well
0: Yeah So you're going for A, a Jake Matthews Decision Probably
1: Yeah I am yeah. Submission
0: Okay Okay uh, Moving on to The The um, bu- 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 Co-main event, and uh, there's a there's. It's not just the the main event itself, you know, meaning the two fighters. That there's a lot of talk around this as well. Um, so I think Blakovic is coming from a. Did he beat? Um, is his last win the the knockout Luke Rockhold, or did he have fight after that? Did he beat uh, Corey Anderson?
1: Yeah, and Ronaldo Souza. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, uh, and Reyes narrowly lost against Jones' decision, split decision, I believe it was. Uh, But some people argue he won it, so. Yeah, that's that's, well, he
1: has a unanimous decision, but everybody said that, well, a lot of people said Reyes
0: won it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, looking looking at work from my memory, I, I think I had. Reyes up the first two rounds for sure Uh, three I think was in the balance and then two you could say John Jones probably won them but I wouldn't call it unanimous in my opinion but that's the way the judges saw it and uh, as Daniel White says if you leave it to the the, don't leave it in the hands of the judges
1: Yeah that's kind of the way that John Jones fights go Sort
0: of in in, uh, in more recent times. Yeah, and and this this is a title fight because uh, obviously the news in the last few weeks, John Jones has moved up to heavyweight. Uh, we we don't know who his opponent's going to be. There's been talk of Lesnar because Lesnar hasn't re-signed his WWE contract. <laughs> um, Stipe, the current champion, is is uh, marked to fight. Um, Francis Nagano but there's no official announcement for that so let's just I mean let's talk about the fight first and maybe later we can touch on John Jones and the heavyweights, what he'll do so the actual match between Blakovic and uh, Reyes what's your uh, give us your thoughts on Blakovic's uh, path to victory or keys to victory
1: he He's, he's always been a guy sort of on, on the cusp hasn't he uh, you know he had a good run until so he got beaten by Thiago Santos and you know his recent record since then is pretty good only one loss in those in those sort of nine fights um, heavy hitter really heavy hitter a lot of decisions earlier on in his career but now coming into sort of uh, almost a, uh, would you call it a second wind for his age possibly but he has been a an ex-champion in other um, in other promotions, so a, a good name, but an ageing name. So you'd have to say if he, if he wins, will it be like a long-reigning light heavyweight champion for years and years to come? Probably not. Um, a, a division which is sort of ageing in general. Um, so Dominic Reyes, for me, is probably the the younger, fresher guy, the fresher face to come in and, and take the division forward for a number of years, for sure. I mean, having your only loss on your record is a, a questionable John Jones losses. That's no, you know, that's no sad thing at all. Mm. Um, heavy hitters, both of them. So it should be a really good fight. Mm. My, 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 first thoughts go to, to, to Reyes, uh, to, to take the victory, um, probably by KO or TKO. Um, Blachowicz is a guy who can throw hands but also can, can take it but it, it would be good to see a
0: uh, what's the word a, a definitive end mm. a definitive
1: end to the fight and not to have a, question, a questionable over it
0: yeah um, it, it's going to be strange because John Jones has been champion for the last 8 years 10 years somewhere around there yeah. Um and to see someone else with that belt. It, it, that's going to be strange for sure. Um
1: <laughs> Yeah, excluding the time that DC had it for a
0: little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um But the the reign of John Jones was it, it sort of de- came to a demise based on his own stupid actions. Um
1: Yes, it did. His his latest one hasn't, though.
0: But, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there was that DC reign as well, for sure. Uh, but uh, I think Reyes is, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's a few years younger, five or six years younger than Uh, than uh And blakovic is 37, 38. Uh, and he's got certainly more fights on his record, 30-odd. Whereas Reyes has only got 13 fights.
1: Yeah, but Blakovich, in the UFC anyway hasn't been—he hasn't been title fighting, and he's been sort of mid-range of the division. The pressure isn't there, like the built-up pressure of having been in those positions before hasn't been there. Um, a lot of decisions as well. I—I I I just said I predicted a KO victory. Um, I actually changed that to a decision. Yeah, two two heavy hitters. It's it's either going to go one way where one's going to get a really really strong shot in, and then and finish it, or it's just going to be two guys looking for the big shot but not really hitting the big shot, and it go to a,
0: a long decision. And sometimes those fights can be good. Yeah. Sometimes they can't because both of
1: them are are going to be shy of pulling pulling the
0: trigger. Yeah. Yeah, he he hasn't really been fighting. Uh... Blokovic hasn't really been fighting every, you know, like you say, main event and top five. Um, so I think uh, that probably before this the highest-ranked opponent would have been Volkan Odismir. Uh, yeah. Possibly. Uh, in the top five, anyway. Uh, but, uh, you know, he knocked out Luke Rockhold, but he was coming up from middleweight. And I think Rockhold's going back to middleweight? Or he's coming back?
1: <laughs> Rumoured. Yeah. yeah. He, he said that he got the itch within one week of retiring.
0: <laughs> and uh, Chris Weidman might scratch it for him, Bill, I believe, because um, Chris Weidman came back to middleweight, and he, he yeah. Had, who did he beat? I can't remember, but he he was okay. Performance. He was in trouble, but you know he was okay.
1: Yeah, that was that was quite recent, wasn't it? Cause yeah. He was sort of on a on a it was on a, a very dangerous curve because he'd lost quite
0: a few I think it was five two. in a row six it would have been six or something like that yeah, yeah
1: I'm just looking at his record now I was against a, a Russian
0: yeah it was, it was on the DC White. DC um, Miocic card was it Lewis Lewis Winnic. right yeah yeah so um Rockhold I mean he, he mentioned he wouldn't mind fighting Wiedemann again but uh you know that's obviously going to be a middleweight, but
1: um, no thanks.
0: Yeah, it's
1: uh, not, not for me.
0: <sighs> no it's uh, it's one of those name name only fights now. Um, I mean, Rocco's still a young guy, early thirties, maybe mid thirties, youngish guy.
1: Mid thirties. Uh, yeah. I, I think to, to be fair to him, he gets a lot of. Uh, a lot of stick for him and a bit of a glass jaw
0: mm.
1: And I suppose that is Because he's lost five all by knockout But he's got a fair few wins In there as well he, he, I'm sure he does have something to offer But I think now he's just under a bit of a, a curse And he's under a lot of pressure As well
0: I think talent wise he's, he's certainly naturally gifted And uh, he's up there with you know The elite Or was rock on uh, it was just when uh, Bispin exposed his glass jaw then uh, Romero tapped it again and then just went on from there really yeah.
1: worst middleweight champion ever
0: <laughs> one of the briefest reigns for sure um, alright uh, back to this Reyes so yeah I, yes. Reyes is, is fresh I agree he's, he's 30 even though his last fight was a loss I think he said he felt like a moral victory and I I can understand that point of view Um, so uh, momentum wise even though it's you know from a loss I think it's with Reyes because in his mind he believes he was or is the champion Um, and uh, and Blokovic yeah he's a good solid strong you know has got devastating power doesn't do it Every fight, or every other fight, but he can do it, so it's on his on his resume. But the athleticism of Reyes and, and the skills he would have picked up, or the experience of a five round match with John Jones, the greatest ever, probably the greatest, you know, will be for a while. Uh, he's got to give the, the guy confidence. Yeah, for sure. Uh,
1: I've got to hand it to Blažević, to be fair. since, since that since like 2017 like the early UFC 210s kind of years he's had a good run he's had a, a number of well five performances of the nights only one loss mm-hmm. and that was by knockout it's not it's not bad it's some, some pretty good momentum going into it but like you said for, for Reyes you know the John Jones fight was the fight that everybody said well that's, this is the fight you're going to grow up in mm-hmm. and going five rounds with him arguably Winning it against the best to ever do it, yeah. You're going to come out of that with some some great knowledge, some great tips, um, and yeah, it should it should be a Reyes win. I won't say convincing because Blachowicz is on a good run, but mm. you'd probably say it'd be more exciting to see Reyes win it. You'll be a bit nostalgic to see somebody like Blahavich win it, but again, it it doesn't seem to me that he'd be somebody to take it forward, you know the division forward and the company forward to be years to come.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. If if Blokovic wins it, it you sort of think, yeah, he, he probably won't be champion in a couple of years. Whereas if Reyes wins it, you can see it like a new the new king, the new re, uh, regime. You know, you can see him. He you know being at the throne on the throne for three, four, five, six, seven years. He's got age on his side. He's got the elite athletic ability on his side and he seems fairly level-headed so uh, you know I don't think he'll he'll mess up too much outside the cage so uh, yeah I, yeah I <laughs> uh, hope it's not a poison chalice this uh, light heavyweight but um, DC did all right um, but yeah Reyes I, I know exactly what you mean if he wins it you can see him you know going through a tear and, and winning it, defending it three four five seven times Uh, because it means a lot to him, Uh, whereas Blokovic, I wouldn't say it would be a fluke, but I just don't see that kind of aura that he would have.
1: No, I fully agree.
0: Yeah, but, um, okay. And uh, if uh, Reyes is going to win, he's he's pretty heavy-handed. He's got a fair amount of TKO's, KO's. Do you think he'll he'll knock out Blockovich or TKO?
1: I said that at the start. Uh, seeing all the decisions on his record, um, and knowing that they're both going to want to go out, and knowing their recent record of of, of wanting to strike, it, it could be either. One of them could get a really strong a strong knockout, or they could either be very punch shy. Uh, fingers crossed that they're not punch shy. But I'll, I'll go for a decision win for Reyes.
0: Yeah, and I think you mentioned punch shy and, and a bit hesitant. Um, it's it's a title fight. Um, it, it's unexpected because they were they were um, you know just I think initially when the the card was announced they would they were probably thinking you know, oh it's just for a co main event. Um, and I think then there was rumors it may be for the interim because John Jones is a sort of negotiations and he was saying stuff on social media it was all up in the air and then he officially announced he's moving up to heavyweight vacating the light heavyweight and then you know it's official that it's uh... so I wonder if um, if Reyes is because this is going to be second attempt he's going to be hesitant or is he just going to say right I've got this in the bag I know what to do Blakovic is good but he's no John John so he, he, will he come with that mindset and when Blakovic say this is my first, first um, attempt will he sort of, uh, sort of close up so it's it's going to go both ways either they, they grab it by the horns and take it or they're going to be hesitant and uh, it could be a, a bit of a chess match Yeah and, and both have the potential to be entertaining that, that's what we hope as viewers we hope it's entertaining but a nice defined win would be good. Mm. So you're going for a Reyes win?
1: Yeah, dis- decision.
0: Oh, you're going to be Black- safe.
1: Black- I am going to be safe, j- just because of the amount of decisions in their their history. Mm. But also, you know, Blažević has only lost twice by KO. Yeah. Um, it's and you know he's quite. Uh,
0: Durable, a, a, tough.
1: Yeah, quite. Yeah, very durable, very tough.
0: Mm.
1: And you kind of get them from from the Russians and, and the Polish fighters. So,
0: mm. yeah. I, I'm going to go for a Ray's win as well, but I'm just going to go for a TKO KO. I think uh, he'll he'll want to win in a pretty emph- emphatic fashion uh, and style. And uh, he'll want to make a statement, and uh, I think if he does that, then uh, that will set up a new reign of uh, of the Reyes era in uh, in the light heavyweight division 205.
1: Until John Jones decides that heavyweight is too tough, and he comes back down.
0: Until he gets knocked out in his first fight at heavyweight, and then <laughs> he comes by, back by down. Boy, it? Yeah, yeah, or, or <laughs> wrestle down and ground and pound for three rounds, and then. Uh, Okay, so we we agree on Reyes, but we're a, have a difference of opinion on how. But uh, that's that's good. That's what this is all about. It's all about opinions. Um, so. uh so I
1: think. I, I could I could see it. Like I said, I could see it being a, a KO slash TKO. Yeah. I just I just don't think it will be.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that brings us to the 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 main event and. Uh, I think this this fight has been in the making maybe three months, six months. No, six months at least. Um, when uh, Adesanya beat uh, Whitaker, that was in. Was that before lockdown or just after? I can't remember now. Uh, I was, can't remember. Yeah, it was a good six months ago, and and uh, Costa was in the audience. Had one of his understated shirts on. You know, very plain. Um and he was clapping and they I think they exchanged a few words and whatever and uh and then I think Costa got an in- injury or something and uh so it was a good six months ago. But even before that Costa was calling him names Skinny Clown and Adesanya was calling uh, Costa a what was he, a balloon animal or something, pumped up <laughs> some yeah, choice names done. for each other. Yeah. Um but I just want to talk about rivalry first before we get into the styles and who you you think's going to win. I mean, rivalry rivalries in MMA in boxing but in MMA from our perspective I would say a good 80-90% are made up and they're just hype for the before the um, fight and then after someone wins they normally end up shaking hands and then so when I look at the rivalry of I can normally tell if it's genuine or if it's selling wolf tickets, as uh, Nick Diaz used to call it. And uh, and uh, yeah, I, I do like a rivalry, but if it's not genuine, it doesn't really add anything for me. I'd rather look at their fighting styles. But I'm ninety nine point nine. Well, I'm hundred percent convinced this is real.
1: That's that's funny you say that. I I was convinced you were going to say the opposite. <laughs> I, I, I don't buy it. Hmm. I just don't. I just don't buy it. I think Alessandro is such a nice guy. I, I, I just think. I, I think he's clever. I think he's clever. I just don't think. I don't think there's any real animosity. I don't know why there should be between them. I, where has this come from? I just think they're two undefeated guys. I think the only real um, reason for them to not like each other is the fact that they're both just really cocky undefeated fighters. I don't know if it, if the if the beef goes be beyond that, mm. and I think that's where it started. I just feel like the past couple of interviews, they've just gone like full force in your face at each other. I just think oh, that's, but where's this come from? It hasn't come from anything. It's just sort of very in your face suddenly. I think, oh, mm. Mm. I don't know if I buy it personally. Yeah. Um. I I, I don't know why it just just don't get it because I just think Alessandro is such a nice guy he comes over so so nice in interviews and stuff and Paolo Costa I I don't know really how he comes across because I think maybe the fact that he he uses a translator a lot of the time and for interviews especially I just think maybe he comes off really cocky because he wears these loud shirts and he's undefeated as well and then he's got this translator with him It's, it's kind of like the old you know Wrestling heel kind of thing, where the fighter doesn't really talk, he lets somebody else do it for him because he's beyond that. I just, yeah, I just don't, I don't buy it personally. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it stems from when Costa, how can you put it? He, he had a, a little uh, altercation with Usada. Um, I think he got a slap on the wrist. He, he did something that he shouldn't have. I, I can't remember what it was, so... He got six
1: months,
0: didn't he, I think? Yeah, but it, it wasn't a, an official doping offence. It was nothing official like that. I'll have to look at it, but it, it wasn't anything official. And then, uh, obviously, the way he looks as well, you know, bodybuilder. Yeah. Um, Six-pack, blah, 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 and that carrying a lot of muscle and not a lot of body, body fat. And normally, two and two makes four and a half, but... Uh, Adestania maybe sent out a tweet. Normally these things start like that. I can't remember what it was, but anyway, he started calling him blue, uh, pumped up balloon animal, and blah blah blah. blah. Then Cost, and I, th- I think Costas is more of the the less arrogant guy. It's weird how we can see things. Yeah, he uses a translator, but his English has improved a lot. Yeah, um, it's only when people in English use a, a phrase that you wouldn't. Call it proper English. You know, we we can understand each other because we can use a phrase or analogy or whatever. Then the the guy with the glasses, the like coach, comes in as a translator. But ninety percent of his English uh, interviews are good English. Um, yeah, Adesanya. Um, yeah, he's he's having words with John Jones as well. So is it just he, he just turns it on to create yeah. a bit of a bit of hype, but. I think uh, Costa and Adesanya but anyway, let's leave it at that. And uh, so Costa, to the... Costa Costa got done for IV
1: IV usage. The IV,
0: that's the one, yeah. And
1: because and because you uh, saw that took about two years to really investigate it, that um, he didn't really get a suspension because they'd investigated for so long since it happened. That's what it was. So his so t-
0: his time was spent anyway during the investigation. Yeah
1: yeah you're right he was injured for a while so.
0: yeah. I think it was a bicep tear or something I can't remember but he did have an injury on top of that and um, yeah so uh, Costa yeah I think Costa what can you say he punches people and they go to sleep
1: yeah, yeah it's, it, it's a pretty simple fight to look at because Paolo Costa makes it so easy um, you know what's coming you know what he's going to come in and do um, both undefeated and I think there's this joke going around on Twitter because uh, Adesanya in his, in his last kickboxing fight he got knocked out by a Brazilian.
0: I've seen those pictures yeah.
1: Yeah there's a picture of him you know like properly like in space. What, in what space you would
0: call out. starched yeah.
1: Yeah he, yeah he was in another planet um, so I, 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 he got you know he's got, he's getting all those jokes online and you know that's very funny on, on Twitter and stuff but at the end of the day his kickboxing record was incredible Hmm. Uh, his MMA record is incredible Uh, his accuracy his his ability to move and pick apart opponents is incredible Um, I don't like the guy just because he is so cocky and I hate his dance routines I hate all that stuff
0: and what's the Um, style bender thing he does and all that yeah oh
1: yeah it's you know it's cool and I can see why it gets a lot of um, a, a lot of uh, plaudits and fans, it just annoys me but you can't deny his fighting ability and I think he'll have the uh, he'll have the ability over him in terms of stamina as well I, I believe Palakos has only gone a full length once and that was in a three round fight so I think Alissanyo will have the stamina over Costa if it was to go further. I think dragging him into deep waters might be the, the correct way to go. Drag him into deep waters, just pick him apart slowly. I think that's what Alissanyo good at. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think you're going to knock out Costa. I, I, I think his, yeah, I just don't think he, I can't see it happening. So, for me, the way I see it happening in my head, it's an easy read, but. With that power that you've got with Costa, one well landed striking you
0: out. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you say, they're both undefeated in, in MMA, so someone's O record has to go. Um, but uh, Costa, yeah, I, I don't think he can or, or will try anything different. He, he's going to come forward. Um, and he's going to land, and then you're going to see how much, how accurate he can land, and with how much power. Because Adesanya has got this natural technical; he's very technical, and uh, he's got a bit of um, a, you know, well, a lot of natural talent. That his style is is not orthodox, and um, in one way, Costa's style, and I think Adesanya has said it openly in interviews that. It will suit him because if he's stupid, he'll keep walking forward and Adesanya will move to one side and kick and punch and pick him off. And Adesanya's power doesn't come from his raw strength. It comes from his timing and technical ability.
1: Yeah, long, rangy. yeah Costa t- tends to be quite, I'm not sure what the official reaches are, but just in general, mm. he's... Just very enclosed, all the powers there. You know, he's he's stocky, muscly. It's not a, you know, it's like Adesanya is, is sort of fast twitching. He's got a lot of whip in those shots. Costa just has pure power.
0: Hmm. Yeah, he's it, like a raging bull. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for hmm. sure. Yeah. Actually, I've just seen the range difference, and the range difference is huge—eight hmm. inch. Advantage for Adesanya. So he's going to have the range. Costa's going to have to try and get close. And like you put it perfectly, like a a raging bull. Mm. He's going to have to get super close. Yeah. And just use use that power. And Adesanya's got the movement. I feel he's got the movement to avoid that. See it coming. Get to angles where Costa just can't get to. And just pick him apart. It's a smaller cage, which might help Costa a little bit. Yeah. It's a smaller cage. Oh, what? Is it in... It's
0: in Dubai. I think... It's, it's in uh, Abu Dhabi, Yaz Island, yeah. Or do, do they, they use
1: the full-size cage in
0: I think, Abu Dhabi? I think they do, because he's outdoors, yeah. Yeah, so
1: actually, if it's a full-size cage, I think Costa's even even more screwed.
0: Hmm. And um, I, I wonder if uh, Costa and his coaching team now, whether it's an ego thing, uh, macho thing, I wonder if... Um, they've looked at the Romero fight and they, they must have worked out that Adesanya is a defensive fighter he's a counter-puncher he, yeah. he won't go forward um, unless someone comes to him so I'm, one, I'm not saying they should replicate that because that would be a, a snore-fest for all of us, snooze-fest uh, but I wonder if they can say OK, well, don't be a raging bull you know, five minutes for five rounds because it is a five-round fight be a Raging yep. Bull 30 seconds come back for two minutes minute and a half Raging Bull for 30 seconds that would be acceptable I think
1: it would be very acceptable if they and it's it's, it's not out of the realms of possibility that they can say that I think that would be a, a wise move if, if he has that patience hmm. maybe this is all part of Alessandro's plan to really get under his skin and get him into a, a mindset where he just wants to rage, to rage at him across the cage but I think that's just playing into Adesanya's hands. I, I really do. Costa's had one fight which has gone fifteen minutes, mm.
0: and that was Romero. Yeah,
1: yeah. Having a fight for twenty-five. Oh, that's, yeah, it could be a very long twenty-five minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because people used to point to you know lean muscular, muscularity, uh, low body fat. They used to say the same thing about Woodley, but. He, he managed to get I think three fights certainly two with Stephen Thompson five rounders Damian Meyer very forgettable five rounder hmm. um, so they, they can go five rounds people of that shape um, uh, but I, I just think um, if Costa plays it smart and can mix it up then otherwise I think he'll get picked off
1: yeah yeah I, I can't I can't argue I can't disagree I, I don't know how the fight will end I can't see Costa being knocked out Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I honestly th- I honestly think the best way to defeat him is to drag him into those deep waters that he's never been before we've never seen him there before he could shine, he could shine in those areas yeah. I, I just can't see it, that muscle mass that weight that he's going to be carrying and he's, he's going to be walking in there, probably at a light heavyweight limit
0: yeah.
1: on fight night uh, Adesanya probably the experience as well He's had, he's, not only has he had more MMA fights, but he had seventy odd kickboxing fights. For God's sake, mm. this you know this guy is a, is a machine,
0: yeah, tactical machine, and it, it's it's gonna it's, it's gonna be quite interesting. What's gonna win? Is the tactics gonna win? Is the range gonna win? Mm. Or is
1: this just pure power?
0: And that's why it's so difficult to call. I think.
1: Uh, I think. Well, as I, as I said in my prediction, I think for, in my head is, um, but with that pure power, some, again, it's unpredictable. Hmm. If if Costa gets in close and Adesanya clinches for a couple of seconds and you unload one hell of a strike, that could be game over.
0: Hmm.
1: And that's what everybody on Twitter, that, you know, the joke about Adesanya getting knocked out by the Brazilian yeah. in his last kickboxing fight. He said, "Oh, you know, history is going to repeat itself." I don't think. so
0: but... yeah, that that was kickboxing. This is MMA. Where... Yeah, there's exactly. more more options, and and Adesanya has learnt more skills and he can apply them. For sure. Um, so you, you're going for. Who are you going for?
1: I'm going for Adesanya. I am going to go. Uh, I guess I've got a good decision because can't see Costa getting knocked
0: out. Yeah. I'm going to go Costa. Um, I, th- I think they will mix it up. I think they'll get into his head and say, look, if you fight the way you fight, you're perfect bait for Adesanya. And obviously, they've got all his kickboxing footage and his MMA. So. I think uh, Costas a, a pretty smart guy under that uh, loud shirts and a uh, bit of a you know cocky attitude and all that. Um, and he seems like he's got decent coaches around him, so I think they'll say, "Look, mix it up." And with his power, if he gets on the inside and then one left hook, and then it could be game over. I think because he's taken um, Romero's best shots and and you know stood up and smiled at him and told him to come on which was a bit weird um, but again Adesanya it's, it's timing it's not always all about power and he has got that natural skill that he can just tap you and you can go so uh, it's a difficult one for me but I'm, I'm going to say Costa uh, ok and uh, yeah and I think he, I think he's got to do it in three rounds I think his stamina will be his downfall if he goes to the championship rounds
1: I think it has to I think it has to A guy of that size Like I said He'll be near 200 205 pounds mm. With that amount of muscle That is going to be taxing I don't I, I'm guessing They keep the arena Sort of uh, Climate controlled To a, a decent level mm. But it's going to be Stickier Probably I'd imagine Yeah I think you're I think you're currently living Near that In the near that region part of the world Yeah is it a, is it a more sticky?
0: Yeah, it can get th- humid in the evening. Certainly, for sure. Yeah. So
1: yeah. I, I think all of that, mainly his size, his weight, his muscle mass, is going to be uh, that's going to be taxing on the body.
0: For yeah, sure, yeah. The five hours. And the other interesting fact about Costa is um, when Chailson and did tough in Brazil. And uh, against Vandele Silva, and they had a real fight on set. Chael and yeah. Vandele Costa was in uh, Chael's uh, team, team Chael. So Chael Sonnen coached him. Yeah. And oh yeah. 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 And if you go to Chaelson's podcast, see he, he talks about that. Yeah. Yeah. Did he get signed from
1: the UFC after that?
0: Uh, I don't think That's he was straight after that because that was at least four or five years ago so uh, I yeah, think 14th, I th- yeah, yeah I think he did uh, a couple of uh, other promotions and then came to UFC so he wasn't a straight sign up but Chael knows him pretty well and uh, so you check out Chael Sonnen's short podcasts about Costa he knows him fairly well
1: yeah I'm just saying hey he actually lost a, a split decision
0: Mm-hmm. Paolo Paulo Costa. Yeah. This is
1: only, technically it's only lost. It's only lost but it's an exhibition fight. It counts as an unofficial.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh it's uh that'd be interesting to get Chaelson's view on the uh, prediction of the fight.
1: Yeah, I I uh, I usually listen to Ariel Hoani's show and they do a, they do a show together, don't they on the ESPN. So
0: the the bad happy, guy happy. and something uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, I keep I keep
0: thinking this event's close, but it's a couple of weeks away for us now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a couple, it's September the twenty seventh. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, so that brings us to almost the end of the show. Where we'll do one fun question. Um, yeah,
1: we're pushing for time, are
0: we? Yeah, we're hitting the hour mark. So. Uh, oh Time flies when you're enjoying yourself. So the, the question is from an uh, email now. can't find it. So it's from someone called Rajesh Kadri from India. Uh, yeah, he's he's, he's say, asking about John Jones. He's moved up to heavyweight. And um, how do you think he's going to do? So a uh, pretty straightforward question there, Matt. John Jones.
1: Uh, I think he's going to do absolutely fine. Hmm. I'll be honest, I think he'll be absolutely fine up there, depending on who, who they give him. I can't see him having a, a warm-up fight against a 15th-ranked heavyweight. Um, I think he'll probably be chucked, uh, Miocic, pretty quickly. I don't think the Brock Lesnar thing will happen. I, I, th- I think Brock is juiced to the gills. He's been in WWE for a, a few years now, and they don't have the drug testing that UFC and USADA would, would want. Um so I don't think that fight will happen at all. I think I think John jo- I think John Jones will be just given Miocic. Uh, I think it will be one hell of a fight. I, don't know, I have to have a detailed look and a, a breakdown of it. But initial thoughts off the top of my head, I think it'd be very, very close enough. I, I think probably John Jones would, would edge it. I think Miocic has obviously the experience at heavyweight, but I don't, I don't think it particularly matters. I think I think John Jones probably fights at a heavyweight weight anyway on fight nights.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So I don't think the weight is going to throw him off. I just think it'll enhance him. Like a like a lot of light heavyweights to go up to heavyweight, like DC, it improved him because suddenly you are fighting at the same weight and you're training at the same weight, but you just don't have that weight cut. Yeah. So I just I just think it will help. I think it'll enhan- I think it'll enhance him. I don't think it would hurt him at all. But big d- bigger hitters maybe slightly, but yeah. in this in this day and age, light heavyweight and heavyweight you know, light heavyweight guys are at heavyweight weights anyway on fight nights. So I just don't think there's a, that big difference that people claim. I think it's that huge.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the the difference with DC was he was he started out as a he won the strike championship against Josh Bonnet as a heavyweight so I think he had True. twelve thirteen fights. And the reason he moved to light heavyweight was because Kane Velasquez is yeah. his best friend and he yeah. didn't want to fight Kane and he, uh, he won the light heavy Kane but as Kane retired. But you're right, John Jones naturally he's six four, six five, so he's a very tall guy. Yeah. Um, and he could easily carry two thirty which is about 16 and a half stone, um, getting on to 17 stone, so, uh, and he could carry that well. And, uh, and he'll probably, I think he'll come in around 230, 235, yeah. um, and still be yeah. very lean and athletic.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think it, well, I wouldn't say it's strange, but, but actually I would say it's strange. I think it's weird that it's been teased for a while now, John Jones being to heavyweight, and as soon as DC retires literally days maybe a week or so after that DC retirement John Jones relinquished the title and moved up mm-hmm. I, I think it's money I think that's pure money having that trilogy fight I know John Jones won both of them but you could easily sell the rivalry and it doesn't really matter about the wins you, DC would want that yeah, that, that return and that, that and, it, and to it's experience. a different
0: weight class yeah
1: yeah. Yeah, uh, I, just, I just think it's really weird but maybe John Jones just thought well I'm not going to move up while he's there because we'll get loads of attention, and I'll wait until he moves on. Just a quick note on that DC thing, though. It's a sad that he's retired the way he has. Um, I think, I, I think that fight
0: was heavily affected by the the massive eye poke. Mm-hmm. DC still
1: is uh, got blurry vision in that eye. Yeah. That is a serious that is a serious serious eye poke. And I just think it's very ironic that everybody went into the fight saying, "Oh, you know, DC, keep your keep your hands closed," and then Miocic literally pokes his eye out. <laughs> I, yeah. I think that's. I think I think it's dodgy. I think it's really dodgy. I think it's underhand by Mjogic. Um I wouldn't say it to his face, but I, <laughs> I, I, I think it's really, it's a really dodgy and unfair way of going about it.
0: Yeah. But DC's I, had a sad, great, great career. Um, he's, he he's, has. I, I, he's done so he, much. So uh,
1: he has. And I think. I think he has like properly retired. You know, he's taken up golf on social media. I hope. I'm hoping it's a ruse, and actually, he is still training fingers crossed I think he deserves that massive send off of a crowd and just a, a fair shot I just mm. don't think that last fight did did it, did it justice yeah
0: I'm yeah. sure
1: I'm sure he is happy walking to the sunset now with you know with his millions and mm. with his great storied career and you know he still trains it and he still does it every yeah. time every day and he still trains other people and he's still got lots to offer the, the game in general mm. I just hope he has that has a change of heart and just has a better send off in my personal
0: view. Well, you never know um, if John Jones becomes the heavyweight champion and, you know, takes the mic and calls out DC and Dana calls DC and, and talks about seven figures plus, five million, ten million. Everyone's got a price.
1: F- fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But back to the original question, I, I think to be fine. I, I can see in heavyweight champion and doing very similar. Do you think
0: fight. he'll go straight for a Miocic after Nagano or Miochic yeah. Mio- he's, he's, he's going to take on the winner you don't I think, think so. he'll have a warm up fight heavyweight, or no, needs I, one I don't, I don't
1: think he thinks he-
0: hmm.
1: I think it could help I think having like a really top ranked heavyweight first that would be nice and, and a good introduction for everybody to see if he can really do it
0: like number 8 number 9 number 10 something like that yeah like a, like a Volkov, a Bidou- yeah
1: something like well actually Bidou would be a great fight that would be cool yeah. uh, but somebody like that an, an aged heavyweight like yeah. deep in the game that would be really cool to see but I don't think he will I don't think he thinks he needs a warm up and to be honest I don't think he needs a warm up mm. I, just, I just think it would be cool to see uh, but I think he'll take on he'll, he'll take on Miochic as soon as possible after Ngannou uh, I think Miochic is going to win that as well Yeah. John Jones will win take the title they might have a nice couple of fights between them and then go on to defend the belt against
0: others yeah. in similar,
1: similar way to how he did at light heavyweight.
0: I think the only dangerous thing with not having a, a sort of a, a feeler fight, a warm-up fight, is um, you don't want to be in a, in a world championship. I think, shit, these guys are quite strong. Oh, shit, these guys hit quite hard. Obviously, in sparring, you'll be sparring big guys, but you don't want that realisation during the fight, in a championship What's- fight.
1: Possibly not, but at the same time, you'd, it, from his perspective, you'd probably rather think that in a fight against Miocic, rather than a fight against like a tenth-ranked heavyweight. Because if you go into a tenth-ranked sort of guy heavyweight fight and then think, "Oh God, they, they hit hard," you're going to look really—you're going to look even worse off to the public. In my head, that's how I'd look at. Yeah. I'd rather. I'd rather if he goes to heavyweight, loses against the champion. He's got that fallback thing of, oh well, you know, I took on the the main guy mm. and lost. Fair play, my first proper loss in ever against the champion of the UFC in the heavyweight. That's not too bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's more risky taking on a, a lower ranked opponent. Uh,
1: yeah, because yeah, if you come it, if, like there's more say, to
0: lose. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Say you you, you face something like the doom and get mullered and destroyed you come off there thinking "Oh, don't don't look too good there
0: (laughs) yeah no that's that's another point to consider so um, yeah so I think John Jones will fight the winner of I agree Nagano and um, Miocic and I think he will be heavyweight champion
1: yeah Yeah. I, I think it's only a matter of time I think he needs to get a bit of aggression back I think for a long time not a long time, but the the past few fights certainly at light heavyweight, he took a, a more relaxed view of the fight. So I think for a a title push at heavyweight, I think he needs to get some of the ag- aggression back.
0: Yeah. Cool. Okay, that brings us to the uh, to the end of the podcast, and uh, so this has been the the MMA shower, UFC preview of UFC 253 is on September the 27th at Yaz Island Abu Dhabi um, Adesanya versus Costa and uh, you can contact the show the MMAShow7 at gmail.com Twitter handle is at the MMA Shower and the Facebook page is Let's Talk MMA so please uh, send in your comments and uh, questions and we'll gladly read them out so uh, Matt thank you for uh, being a guest co-host it's good to always good to talk to you
1: pleasure as always mate pleasure as always it's been a little while hasn't
0: it yeah and uh, just give out your contact details anything I know you can't go to live shows but anything you're looking forward to apart from UFC 253
1: or... uh, well obviously you can catch us at Purely MMA on Twitter um, I live tweet most of the shows if I can stay awake use you with a nice bottle of whiskey uh, so come along Chat along. I want to have a nice little uh, chatty community going on over there. Um, Always good fun. It's what I look forward to during lockdown and and out of lockdown, to be honest. It's the light at the end of the week. A nice event. Nice bloody event. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, uh, thanks for everyone who's been listening. And uh, thanks for all the comments. And uh, this has been the MMA Show sponsored by HattonJamesLegal.com hattonjameslegal.com and uh, srbmedia.co.uk srbmedia.co.uk king of podcasts and uh, wherever you are have a have a good week have a good month and uh, stay well and uh, we'll, uh, we'll connect again thank you Bye.